Hi everyone, my name is Matt. I'm the Youth and Family Pastor at Cornerstone Church in Marshfield. I'm here today with your Cornerstone Connection, a daily devotional. Well, if you've been with us for a while, you know that we're reading through both the Old and the New Testament. We're nearing the end of the book of Genesis. We're just starting the book of Luke in the New Testament. Today I'm going to be camping out in, in Genesis chapter 48. And uh, if you've been with us, you know that we've, in, in, in the book of Genesis, we've really been in the life and the story of Joseph. And Joseph's been through mountaintops. He's been deep in valleys. But God has been faithful to him. Joseph's been faithful to God. And it's just uh, it's, it's just beautiful to see what happens uh, when we are faithful to God and just what God can do uh, in the life of someone who has endured some, some big trials but has also received major blessing. And at this point in Genesis chapter 48, uh, Joseph has already been reconciled to his family, to his brothers, to his father. His father's name is Jacob. He's also known as Israel. And Israel is getting uh, old and he's about to die in Genesis chapter 48. And so he wants to bless Joseph's two sons. His two sons are Manasseh, the older, Ephraim, the younger. And uh, this isn't the main point of what I'm going to talk about today, but it's quite interesting how, uh, how Jacob makes sure to bless uh, the younger over the older. Just like Jacob the younger was blessed uh, and, and received the blessing that his older brother Esau should have received. And there, there's a whole um, greater story to that uh, firstborn blessing in, that's really throughout uh, Scripture. It's really neat to see. But what I want to focus on is the very end of Genesis, Genesis chapter 48, as Jacob is, um, is giving his, his final words to Joseph. Okay, and, and if you want to join me, we're in Genesis chapter 48, verse 21. And here's what Jacob says. It's going to say Israel. It says, Then Israel said to Joseph, I am about to die, but God will be with you and take you back to the land of your fathers. And to you, as one who is over your brothers, I give the ridge of land I took from the Amorites with my sword and my bow. Now, what I want us to zoom in on is the very beginning of what Israel says to Joseph. He says, I'm about to die, but God will be with you. And we might think, you know, what's the big deal of that little phrase, God will be with you? But as I do a little bit more digging, uh, one of the commentators that I often uh, draw from, his name is David Guzik, and he's got a great commentary. It's called the Enduring Word Commentary. I recommend it to anybody. Um, and he notes how this phrase of, of Jacob passing this on to Joseph, that Joseph, God will be with you, it makes complete sense based off of the times where God told Jacob, I will be with you. Just for a couple of examples, if you were to page back to, to a previous chapter we've already been in, Genesis chapter 28, verse 15, this is after Jacob has uh, taken Esau's blessing and he's fleeing from Esau and he's fleeing to his uncle Laban and his land um, where he will eventually settle. He's fleeing for his life. In verse 15, God says to him, I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go and I will, br and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. So God tells Jacob, I will be with you. And then we go a few chapters later in Genesis chapter 31, where Jacob's not fleeing to Laban. Instead, he's fleeing from Laban because there's been some, there's been some controversy there. 
In Genesis chapter 31, verse 3, it says, Then the Lord said to Jacob, Go back to the land of your fathers and to your relatives, and I will be with you. And you just go down to verse 5, where Jacob is talking to Rachel and Leah, his wives, and he says to them, he says, he said to them, I see that your father's attitude toward me is not what it was before, but the God of my father has been with me. And so now in Genesis chapter 48, where, where Israel or Jacob is about to leave the earth, he's about to die. What is the message that he passes on to his, his son, Joseph? God will be with you. And I wonder today, what has been kind of that crystal clear message that God has shared with you over the years? That if you're on your deathbed, and there's one thing you could tell uh, your children, your spouse, whoever is close to you, what would be the words that you would share with them? For me, I often think of uh, one of my favorite verses, and I've shared on Cornerstone Connections before, 2 Corinthians twelve nine, where Jesus tells Paul, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And that for me has just kind of become a life verse that I've, I've just clung to and I've had to hang on to, um, whether I'm on a mountaintop or I'm in a valley. Um, I just need to know God's grace is sufficient for me and his power is made perfect uh, in my weakness. So when I am weak, like Paul says, then I am strong. And, and so would you share it? Maybe, maybe there's, there's a phrase or something that you've just heard God speak to you over and over again. Um, comment in, in, the, in the message area below. We'd love to hear that. Um, but know this, from, from, what, from what Jacob tells Joseph and what God tells us, his, his children, wherever you go today, do know this. It's a promise. God will be with you. He doesn't leave us. He doesn't forsake us. He is always with us. Have a great day, friends, and we'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.